Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm here with some special guests, Lulu and Leslie, to honor Nelson Mandela's five-year death anniversary. We're doing something special on our podcast. We're going to be touching on the issue of the slave trade in Libya. We may be a year late to cover this news headline, but it is never too late to talk about slavery. I guess you're right, Leslie. It's never too late to talk about slavery. Anyways, last year a video broke out of a man in Libya being sold for $400 at a slave market. As you may have guessed, there was outrage all over the world. Of course there was. If there was an outrage around the world, I would be shocked. This isn't like back then when slavery was a normal thing. This is today, the 21st century, where we recognize that freedom is for all regardless of race, religion, or whatever. When I first read articles on this, I was like, are you kidding me? I was so shocked that these people didn't learn anything from examples like the transatlantic slave trade. I felt shocked too, but not because of them selling slaves, but most particularly African slaves, black people, well, West Africans. Like, do black people have no worth in this world? They were kidnapped, robbed of their freedom, and every human right raped and beaten in the transatlantic slave. And they're doing the same thing in the Libyan trade too. As I read the articles on this, I was just disgusted that the transatlantic 2.0 was happening and nobody was doing anything. Well, you're sort of wrong on that because many people around the world protested in Libyan embassies and some even in the streets of Libya itself. On top of all that, many countries called their ambassadors to come back home from Libya. You're kind of right, Lulu. I don't know if it's just me who picked up on this when CNN said that this only came to light in 2017. When it did in 2017, that's when the Libyan government started to investigate this. I'm so confused on how something as bad as this just slipped under Libya's radar. Um, yeah, I picked up on that, but let's not forget that Libya isn't in a good place right now. They're in the middle of a civil war ever since Muammar Gaddafi had been overthrown. On top of all that, they have migrants coming into their country as a pit stop before they go across the Mediterranean Sea to go to Europe. Plus, Libya has become divided into gangs, tribes, and militias. I think Libya was just overwhelmed with things to fix to make Libya better for Libyan citizens. No. I just think that Libya didn't care enough because most of these kidnappings were coming from their detention camps that they put the migrants coming into Libya in. For those of you who don't know what a detention camp is, it's basically a compound where prisoners are detained temporarily as their legal status is being reviewed under immigration laws. I remember when I saw the pictures of the detention camps. They made me feel so sad. It was so dirty. It was unfit for a human being to live in. To be honest with you, I felt that the space used for the detention camps was very small for that number of people that lived inside of them. That's why I think the slave catchers targeted the detention camps. It was an easy prey. And a lot of people in a confined place in a country where they have no one but themselves, no one would bother looking for them. I'm surprised that I didn't pick up on that. They found the migrants to be easy prey in detention camps. I thought they would be easier prey when they're taking the route to Libya instead of doing it in the detention camps. I mean, if I was a slave catcher or seller, I would capture them on the route to Libya. 
where I have slave markets on the roots rather than risking the risk of being captured by the police on trying to kidnap a migrant to turn into a slave. Regardless of how they get the slaves, they are kidnapping free people and turning them into slaves, just like the transatlantic slave trade. They are being treated badly by these slave masters, catchers, and slave traders. These people are being exploited so that their slave masters can be wealthier off of them. Yeah, these people are doing some hard work for no pay, just like the transatlantic trade. Most of all, the Libyan and transatlantic slave trade is people being ripped of their freedom and they're forced against their will. If they don't do what their masters tell them, they're going to be severe, se- severely, beaten. severely beaten or killed. They aren't viewed as human beings. They're just viewed as property. That's what I think is the saddest part. They have nobody to shield them from this. The kind of violence and terrible doings these people are inflicting on West African migrants. What I hate the most is that instead of cracking down on slave traders, they are evacuating, well, deporting the West Africans back to their country. Um, I think that it's just, overall, it's such a bad experience because these people want to get somewhere with their lives. But just like their ancestors, they're getting nowhere in, they're getting nowhere. Society keeps treating them like this and they just don't get anywhere. It's really sad that um, their ancestors grew up from this and now years later, they're doing the same thing. I think it's something that the Libyan government has to control, but also everybody around the world has to control. The UN, for example, uh, aid workers have to help out in these concentration camps. It's not just the Libyan government or the Libyan people or the people that are being sold for slaves. Uh, People around the world, just like anybody here, they have to help. Yeah, I guess you're right, um, Leslie. Like, there, did you read about the summit meeting in the Ivory Coast? Um, yeah, I saw that. Uh, you can tell me more about it, though. Mm. In the summit meeting that Libya had with other world leaders, Libya discussed to allow refugees and migrants from their detention camps to be deported back to their country of origin that are facing abuse. And... They would also like to open a transit center for refugees. The center would house people that are waiting to be resettled or sent to a third country. And what else? Libya is also doing things. (laughs) Okay, just cut that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, in my opinion, I think that It can kind of be a good thing and a bad thing that these refugees and people are getting deported back to their country of origin because, you know, obviously they're not going to be slaves anymore. But at the same time, there's like a lot of bad conditions in their own country and stuff. So I feel like it's kind of both. It can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, Like Lulu said, um, I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. But then again, um, being deported back to your homeland is not a good thing because you want to take a step for your future, but it's better than being a slave somewhere that you don't know, somewhere without um, family and everything. Just in general, being a slave is not good. But at the same time, I would rather take being deported back to my home country where 
I have family and friends, and my, I might not like it because there's no jobs or something like that, but it's better than being a slave somewhere. You know, I personally think it's a bad thing because where they're coming from, it has war, violence, poverty. It's bad. You know, if you look, West Africa's not doing pretty good. There's civil wars, I terrorist groups. Yeah. They're, There's a lot of problems right there. Yeah, they're essentially being deported back to hell. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. This is Verlinka and my guest Lulu and Leslie, and we're signing off. See you guys next week.